Hello everybody, Megazardex here, back at it again to give y'all another very exciting video for today. I have none other than my podcast episode 11 to go through and talk, or otherwise known as my Zardcast edition. And yes, ooh, E3 has come and it has went, and it is definitely time to go ahead and sit down because there are some goods, there are some bads, and there were some all the way around. So I'm pretty sure you're going to hear some rants, you're going to hear us glorifying and gushing all over different parts, and there's just quite a bit of stuff to talk about But uh, with me today, or at least here to start. Maybe got some other ones popping in maybe a little bit later. Uh, it's my good friend over here, Sonic uh, How's it going? Hello. I, I'm I keep... sorry, I'm just focusing on this. <laughs> Bro, I, I feel like every time you say hello, that, that's the way how you normally sell it, say it. Well, you and Alexis, really. Oh, yep, that right there. Okay, so I guess we'll we'll start off with a mediocre hit good, then hit the bottom of the trench, and then we'll come back up at the top. So I guess that's the way how we'll do it for tonight, though. But okay, so first and foremost, we got to talk about the show that we thought was all really bad, and it might not have been as bad as what we possibly thought, because uh, the first one we have up to bat is none other than the Ubisoft presentation right here which i was like at first i, I felt pretty sour about mm. it but it, but in comparison it might not be as bad as what we thought but what were you about to say <laughs> in comparison yeah. that's why i said i was like you can play the comparison game with all these presentations though i mean there's one good announcement i really liked out of here the rest was it's kind of eh but w what were you thinking i mean well yeah like they always shut off like two notable things which are like the Mario Rabbit and the and that Avatar game they're they're making. Uh, to be honest, I don't really care for either, but at least they had something new to announce, you know. Yeah, because I was thinking about yeah, because that Mario and Rabbit's one that was the one I really liked the most, and that was the thing I kind of walked away with. The rest of the stuff, honestly, to be honest, I can't honestly think about the names of every single thing that Ubisoft has showed other than, you know, Just Dance and that new Avatar game, which I think has technically been in development for a while, though, but I think that was probably our best good look at it. No gameplay, obviously. You know how game companies nowadays with their gameplay, but uh, I, that was the I main I never, I never understood why they, why they do that. Like, come on, show something off. I'm like, but if companies were to do that, then I feel like we'll probably go longer stretches of just either just like a title like what they did with like metroid prime 4 for example we'll be getting a lot of those and that'll be it there'll be short little trailers and it'll take probably like two or three more years before we actually get gameplay i don't know i feel like nintendo does the best with that in terms of showing gameplay but uh, i just don't know about these other companies man yeah that's why, that's why i hated like some e3s because like they don't show anything they only show Oh, look at this awesome CGI trailer. I don't care. Show me something. Unless it was like a game that was like heavily story focused, then maybe I'll be a little more accepting, but you still got to show that gameplay because I'm like, CGI trailer, I mean, I mean, this has always been discussed and said all the time because you can go from literally, you can watch a movie and a movie's all about, you know, the animation, how well the actors act. We, we can see that in, the, in a different form of media. But in terms of games, I mean, we want to know what we can do within the game itself. So I, I just don't feel, I just don't feel like um they, they do a really good job at that, though. But yeah, I think that's pretty much, well, the one thing I want to do to say is about the Mario Rabbids thing. That, unfortunately, that game did leak on the day of whenever, um 
surprisingly, yeah, Nintendo, Nintendo leaked right? it. I was like, yeah, Nintendo leaked it. I was like, what the heck? I didn't even expect Nintendo to leak it. So I was kind of, I was a little shocked at that. And I was like, what the heck? I mean, it, it's it rare. It, it leaked whenever, um, I think it was on Nintendo's website um, through their, like, their eShop, you know, the eShop page on the website or whatever. Though. They had a listing of it. They took it back down a little later, but you know how it is with the internet. Once, once it's out there, it's out there. So like, unless you were on media blackout, you knew about this before the Ubisoft presentation even happened. Yeah. I, I heard about it. But like, so like, I don't really care about Mario and Ravage. I never even liked the Rabbits. I mean, I, it, it's understandable why you don't, or why pe- people don't like the Rabbits. I wasn't really keen on it either, and I wasn't. It wasn't really a game I probably would have got myself. That you know, the first game until it went for like dirt cheap on sale. Like that game's always like either fifteen or twenty bucks. Yeah, like, it's always retailers. on sale. I, I I got it right now. It was like for fifteen dollars. So like you know. Yeah, because I remember. Well, you know. Yeah, because I remember like one of my family members. I think uh, rented the game. He gave it to me. He's like, "Hey, uh, I, I had like a buy one get one free or whatever." And it was it was for Mario and Rabbids. I was like, "This was a game I never would have played." So I was like, "Well, I might as well try it out." And I was like, "Huh, the right? gameplay is actually pretty." Yeah, yeah, it was through uh, what was it um um Redbox? Yeah, Redbox. And uh, I was like, "Oh, okay." So I was like, "What?" I know it's like you know you t- you used to do that stuff all the time with like Blockbuster back in the day. So I was no, like, like with it movies, was... yeah." When... But nowadays was... it's just Netflix, you know. Yeah, it's mostly Netflix, and it was weird. So he gave me that, and I was like, well, shoot, I might as well go ahead and mess with it. And then I was like, oh, you know what? I actually like what I played so far, and I kind of like how, you know, if you stick a game in your console, it remembers its own save data. So I was like, oh, okay, you know what? Might as well go ahead and get it. And I bought it from Best Buy, I think, for like 15 bucks or something like that, physically. And then I went and finished I mean, the game, and I was like, it was pretty good. I, I like my experience. I didn't, get, I didn't get it physically. I got it digitally, and it was the gold edition, though, for like 15 yeah, I, I wish I would have had the Donkey Kong DLC because now I have to actually purchase that separately. So maybe when it gets kind of close to this game releasing, and I have a feeling I might be getting close to getting it, I might get the Donkey Kong Country or the Donkey Kong uh, content. I don't know whether or not I'll get the game close to launch because you, you see how it is with the original one, how it's like 15 or 20 bucks. So I'm thinking, I was like, if I hold out, it's probably eventually going to go on sale. Don't know how long it will take, but it's bound to happen yeah. the same way. All right, um, I'm here. I'm probably oh. not gonna stay for long though, just because uh, doing something in the other chat. All right, Stephen. Well, we're we're talking I'm about the Ubi stuff. We're talking about the Ubi yeah. stuff right now. Do you have anything to say? Me and Sarki got most of our thoughts out on it, but do you have anything to say, um, real quick? For Ubisoft, uh, the Far Cry Three, uh, Far Cry Six. I guess DLC is what they showed. Like, you know, the thing with the returning villains was pretty cool. And Mario plus Rabbids, I was not excited for Avatar. Yeah, because Avatar looked, visually, it looked nice. But without no gameplay, I can't really kind of measure exactly like how I feel. It looked like the movie. Yeah. Which, that movie comes out in, like, I think twenty late 2022, I think. Yeah. I don't know. But I guess they're trying to build this up to what will be releasing for that. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. So I just wanted to drop by quick. I don't really have much to say about E3 Zard besides Slime Rancher Two and Metroid Dread were my highlights. Alright. But yeah, I was just stopping by quick. Um, see ya. Alright, we'll see you, Stephen. Thanks for sharing your quick thoughts. Alright, yeah. I think that I think that pretty much does it in terms of the Ubisoft one. So let's go ahead and jump over to a, a somewhat better 
presentation, or at least the league's better than what Ubisoft went with the Microsoft presentation right here. Because Microsoft, in my honest opinion, I think it it, it was it was up there with Nintendo's. Like they're they're the only ones that literally showed up. It looked amazing. Yeah, it was good. Like a lot of stuff to show off. Personally, like it had some stuff I like. I don't really like care, but like I know like for like a lot of Xbox fans, they're happy with what they got. Yeah, because I think it, if you're one of those Xbox fanboys or whatever, or especially if you're it's like, not you really know, a fanboy, it's not even it's fanboy, like but Xbox. like you know, like you're just like an avid, you know, like a a pretty pretty good supporter of Xbox. Like you're in their ecosystem, you're playing all those games on Game Pass, whatever. Though I feel like there was like they had a good spread for like a ninety minute show. They had a good spread, and I feel like if you were anybody that owns an Xbox, there's something in there that you would have liked. You know, somewhere ranged between one or three different things they announced you probably were going to walk away with. So I think they had a pretty good spread. And they knew how to pace themselves pretty well throughout the, the presentation. One thing I will say is, I was thinking when they showcased off Forza, I thought they were going to have a car in, in, in the presentation, like an actual real car, like what they did in past years. I put that in my prediction video. Did not happen. I was slightly disappointed I did not call that. But th- that was one of my other little tidbits right there, though. Forza, the Forza car, the, like the Lego car? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. They always had a history of doing that, so that, that always cracked me up, though. One thing I, I noticed in this thing um, that got me was the Sea of Thieves, um, The I guess the little expansion thing or whatever, though. Certainly did not expect Captain Jack Sparrow oh to be an addition God. on that. Oh, I was I like, holy shit. I was like, what the heck? <laughs> I was like, wait, I was like, wait, what the heck? I was, I was listening to music. I was like, whoa, it's eerie. I was like, wait a minute. Who's that man in the cage? And I was like, oh, no, you, you got to be kidding me. And I was like, dang it. I, I was talking to Hacks, our good friend Hacks. And I was like, I was like, bro, how do, how do I play this? I was like, I don't even care about the main thing. I, I just want to play. I just want to play this one little part. I just want to play with Jack Sparrow and his, and his, and his little compass. Oh, shoot. Yeah. So I was like, oh, shoot. That, that, that was one highlight that got me to laugh. So. I was like, okay, if there's one thing I could walk out of this presentation with, it's that. And then also, that one game that you're backing on, was it Kickstarter? Uh, it got a, uh, another look up in this uh, on this presentation. What was the name of it? It's like Uden Chronicles? Uden Chronicles. Aiden yeah, Chronicles. Like, um, no, it was one of like the the, 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 back, like, the Kickstarter goals to like, get it like on the Game Pass so like more people can play it. But one of the surprising things about it was that it was getting like, a prequel. Oh yeah, yeah. So it wasn't just that; it was a prequel as well. Which I'm like, hold on here. I was like, are they releasing the prequel first, or is it like main game then prequel? That that's the one thing I kind of confused on. Yeah, it's like it's a prequel. It's not like a, like a sequel or anything. Okay, so the prequel one comes out first, and then they're having their mainline one because it seems like it was like two different, two different things. Or is it all one thing, but it's like two different packages or stories? Or I'm not sure exactly how they're trying to handle it. Oh, you want to say it was what? I want to say it's like two things. Two different things? Okay. And well, I... not two different things. It's the same thing, but like... It's like the um, same... Hmm. Yeah, it's like the same thing, yeah. Same thing, okay. Yeah, because that, that was the one thing I was wondering, and I feel like that game is... If I had to take a window... Because they didn't give us like an actual launch window yet, had they? I don't think they have. No, like twenty twenty two for wait twenty twenty one for like no twenty twenty two for the for rising and for they're like uh what's it called uh for like the actual game twenty twenty 
Oh, okay. So they're, they're releasing like one smaller package out first in 2022, main game 2023. So we're still a decent ways or fair, fairly good ways off from getting any of those kind of games out. Yeah. Okay. And then, uh, and I guess the other big, or there was like two other big things. Me personally, I don't think I'm a, I'm a, a really big fan of, but obviously if you're somebody that owns an Xbox or was a fan of Bethesda, you're most likely looking forward to these two big games. One being Starfield, the other one being Halo Infinite. Because with Starfield, that one doesn't really resonate with me that much. Have you played a Starfield game, Sonic? You or no, not really. It's not no, it's not really like a Starfield game. It's like the new thing for like, like for like Bethesda, like the new. It's gonna be like a new Skyrim sort of deal. Oh, okay, I got you. Wait, so wait, is it in the Skyrim series? No, it's, but not, it's, called it's not a new Star- or it's, it's similar, no, it's, I guess. No, it's a new. It's a new series for them. Oh, a brand new series. Oh, okay. It's it's interesting how big that game is being talked about. Yeah, I guess it's the it's it's just a brand new series, a brand new IP for them, huh? Interesting. Yeah. And then the other one is uh, Halo Infinite, which honestly, my predictions, I thought it was going to get delayed until next year, but I guess surprisingly, uh, it, it's coming out this year. I don't think they gave like an actual concrete date release. But we basically know it's going to be somewhere around the holiday, somewhere probably around November or whatever, though. I have a feeling that most of these big companies, because you, you, like, you got Starfield, you got Halo Infinite, and I, I think you got or a couple other games between some other companies. And I feel like, you know, Microsoft is kind of making sure that they're dropping their games out at the, you know, at the best time where it's not going to be as much competition. So I feel like that's why they held off the, the date for it. But also the Halo Infinite, uh, multiplayer is going to be free to yeah, play, so that is yeah, going to be nice. Be <laughs> so yeah, that'd be interesting. Um, they, they, they. I wish more companies did that. You know, make it like fucking free to play. Yeah, because I guess technically, as long as you have a decent PC, because you know, you know, Xbox Game Pass, you know, PC whatnot. I mean, you probably could play it that way, honestly. To be honest, and not even have to worry about having an Xbox console, you could still kind of try it out or play it for yourself. So that would be nice. Yeah. But other than that, I'm trying to think. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. There, there was one other thing I wanted to mention. Um, in this presentation, they announced the the Outer Worlds two was a thing, and I don't know if my eyes kind of glossed over it. I had to recently kind of go back through and check it again because oh, yeah. I was like, I was like, the Outer Worlds was actually a fairly decent hit for the first one that came out. It's pretty much on all platforms or whatever, though. And the second one, while I was going back and watching the trailer, it made me laugh quite a bit because um, the, towards the end of the trailer, they were talking about how they're like, okay, they were sort of kind of mocking how game companies will showcase off a brand new game with um, with its trailer. Because they literally said, it's like, okay, all right, here's the setting. You got flashy lights over there and stuff and making it look real pretty or whatever, though. And then you get to see the main story protagonist player. But only the silhouette because the because the art designers aren't done uh, with the official design of it though. And then and then, and then it looked up towards the sky and then it's like oh and there's also no gameplay because they can't even show the gameplay yet because there's nothing yet to show. But the only thing that they can show is boom the title and then the Outer Worlds two popped up. I was like you gotta go back and check that trailer again, Soggy, because that made me laugh so much. I was like oh shoot. Yeah, I had to check that out. I don't really remember like a lot because like, well, I mean, <laughs> that's something I I'm interested in like with Xbox, you know. Uh huh. But like, 
they definitely had like a very good presentation. I can tell you that much. It's like, I guess for like for me, it's like Xbox and Nintendo that were like the winners, and whoever you thought was like the actual winners was up to like personal preference, really. Yeah, it, yeah, that's pretty much that's pretty much where we were at, though. Yeah, so that I think that pretty much does it in terms of the Xbox Bethesda one. So let's go ahead and move on to the next one, though. And that next one is oh, Square oh, Enix. Oh shoot! Oh, oh man, I was like, you know what? This is typically, okay. in, right. typically. Hold, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. <laughs> Get each other off. Hold on, hold on. Let, let me see my thing because my you thing, go. your okay. your thing right. might you be go. a little you worse. Okay, so I'm setting you the stage. I, all right, I gotta set the stage because uh, what with Square Enix, you know, in past years, um, you know, skipping 2020 because 2020 was the COVID year. 2019. I think Square Enix was the one that had one of the best presentations in 2019, and typically they have a general good track yeah, record. Like they were showing off the FF7 game around that time, I believe. And they had a couple of other things too with Square. Oh, it was Avengers, but before we knew it, it was bad. And then some other stuff. There was some <laughs> other stuff that <laughs> there was some other stuff that was good up in there. Oh, that kills me to say that as a Marvel fan. Oh my gosh. But anyway, but they generally had a better track record, and typically. I think Square and PlayStation used to go on the same day back when, you know, PlayStation or Sony used to go to these events. And usually Square Enix always came out on top of PlayStation or whatever, though. So I usually look forward yeah, to yeah. Nintendo and Square Enix the most. And I felt like yeah, they came like, at me and slapped me in the face this year. I was like, I was like, what the heck? Yeah, because I, I got the day off for, like, Square. Like, oh, Square's going to, like, turn things around for, Square, for E3. They're going to start it off. What the hell was that? I know. I was like, what the heck? Like, they literally started off cool because it, for this first announcement, yeah, if they yeah, only showed it cool, for like, if they only showed it off for three minutes, I would have said solid. All right. No, like, that's a good start. Mac, whatever. But it went on forever. Oh, yeah. We're talking about the, the Guardians game. Guardians like, of the Galaxy. On, yeah. It went on forever. I'm like, and then it got to a point where, I, where like, I'm wondering, are you going to show off the entire game? <laughs> I know because right. literally, yeah, they showed up. They showcased off the regular trailer, right? So I was like, "Oh, okay, that's nice." And then they said, "Alrighty, uh, here's a in-depth look of it." And then I felt like they did another depth look where it actually showcased off all the trailer or not the trailers. It showcased off the actual gameplay, which I'm like, "Well, Square Enix did win a prize. They went off. They they did showcase off a lot of gameplay, at least with this one particular game. So we we got to give them a nod of credit for that, though." But I mean, shoot, the whole thing was like 20, 15 or 20 minutes. And their whole presentation was, was it 50 minutes, I want to say? I want to say it was 50 minutes. So no, it, it was, was like... It was 40 minutes. 40. What? Okay, so 15 minutes out of 40. Oh, shoot. It was almost half the presentation. And I was like, gosh, dang, Square Enix. I was like, I'm, I am looking forward to this game. I am going to try to pick it up on my on my PlayStation 5 because there was a Switch version that was announced for this game, but it's actually a cloud-based version. So I was like, ah, oh, shoot. So now I got to get on the PlayStation 5, though. I really did love the stuff up in it, though. But it felt like Square had some announcements, but not enough to stretch it out to the 40 minutes. So they were kind of stretching their presentation. At least that's what it felt like for me with this one um, announcement at the very beginning. I, like, I just wanted like, oh, that's cool. And then, and then after like, they showed a lot more, I was like, please stop. Yeah. I don't I, know. It was <laughs> that. And then I don't know why, but they keep on supporting Avengers. When it already flopped. 
Oh yeah, because like, they did showcase off that. What was it? The the Wakanda DLC expansion, whatever you want to call it, which looks nice. And they have but like a roadmap, and they have like a roadmap for like, what are you doing? Yeah, because I was like, I don't Dang, know, man. I don't, like, I don't know. Like I remember when uh when Square was like known for uh was no, was known for making Marvel games instead of like RPG games. Hmm. That's I sure if I don't remember that. Yeah, because I was like, yeah, th- that that was the one weird thing. Because, you know, yeah, Square is known for RPGs, and this leads into the next little segment. They literally went through and remastered Final Fantasy 1 through 6, and everybody in all the reaction videos I saw were like, oh, okay, yes, give it to me. All consoles, baby, all consoles. And this, these it's jokers over here came over here, Steam and Mobile. I was like, I put a that was a hand to the forehead moment right there. I was like, "Are yeah, you kidding like, me?" Why? I mean, like, granted, like it's like all right, it's on Steam at the very least, but like, but people want to play this. Have you seen the sprites? Oh my goodness! Yeah, I, I yeah, had. Like or you're talking comparison? about the oh the oh like the I hadn't seen a comparison yet. I I need to go see. No, them. no, they're like, there's like they removed all the details. It's like awful to look at. Dang. Sparks are awful, but at the very least, we have like a good port of like a lot of these games. Not even a good port. I mean, like at least a port, you know, in mm-hmm. their original like re- in a remaster. But like, oh my god, it would have been like, why can't you just put this on consoles? Yeah, because I, I was like, I, I just don't understand why they didn't put it on console. Because I'm literally thinking to myself, I'm like. I was like, it's nice that we have it on Steam, but they're kind of doing a disservice to all their hardcore fans because I was like, we all wanted to play this mess on console. It would be an easy sell. You could have came up in here and grabbed everybody's money, but y'all dropped the ball. I feel like they're going to port this to consoles later, try to see how much money they can make off of mobile and Steam before they move it over to consoles. I just feel like, you know, that's like a square kind of thing they might do, but Oh, I, I, I was just disappointed at that. I was like, that just left a really bad sour taste in my I mouth. Was, I, was, I was severely disappointed with Square on that. Oh, um, shoot. But uh, I'm trying to think, what was the other? And then obviously there was one big thing, which, you know, it, but I'm trying to remember, was there any other thing smaller in between? They I was like, had like, a segment or like they showed like a montage of all their like the games that are up and this is what pissed me off about that presentation they put final fantasy 16 in that montage oh final the the new final fantasy game inside of like a a montage that lasts just like 10 seconds and i'm like why that must have meant that they had nothing to show for that game yet. Like, what the you put, heck? You put, you gave your your Marvel games for like fifteen minutes, but you couldn't even give Final Fantasy sixteen like at least a minute or two. Come on. And it also makes me think. I'm I'm also kind of wondering: is this playing into plan? Because the fact that ideally there's supposed to be some kind of a PlayStation. Um, state of play or something like that maybe happening either late this month or potentially in July or sometime this summer and you know Final Fantasy 16 is a PlayStation exclusive game it makes me think that Square holds some potential 
either information on current games or potential new stuff for that. It almost sort of kind of feels like that because I, how do you go a whole entire E3 and not re-mention Final Fantasy 16 in some kind of way? I don't know. Something just ain't adding up on my side. I know. Something stinks about it, you know? Yeah. I, I, I'm just kind of... I'm just trying to put two and two together on that one, though. But outside of that, it, it, it was okay. They they did re-mention, I think, um, Neil, the World Ends We Use coming out on the Switch. They also re-mentioned again that uh, uh, Legend of Modern is coming out. Uh, that comes out on Thursday. I'm looking forward to playing that game myself. But yeah, that was pretty much yeah. it in terms of the, the smaller kind of stuff. And then they ended it off with that one rumor game. I don't even know how these rumor games keep leaking oh, out or whatever, so though. It was rumored to be like a... Like a what was it like a Dark Souls type Final Fantasy game, mm-hmm. but then it came out like a from what I heard it's like a Devil May Cry type of Final Fantasy game, which you know it kind of looks good on paper, and like from what I've heard about from people that played it, they're like, oh, these guys are pretty good. I cannot stand like the character designs for like the for the Warriors of Light. So it's like mm-hmm. when you think of Warriors of Light, like what do you typically think about? What do you, what comes to mind? Basically, you think bright colors, not these dark black, pitch black, hard to see. Right? Got to turn your visual, you got to turn your brightness up on your TV to see all this stuff. Yeah, I think not even that. It's just like they're like super modernized, and they supposed to be like a supposed. This is supposed to be like a remake of the first Final Fantasy game. So when you think of Final Fantasy like one. Hold on, let me get let me get an image of like the Warrior of Life from Final Fantasy One. You you'll see what I mean when I show you it. Yeah. Because I was thinking, I was like, I, I just don't know about this game. And the weird thing that also kind of soured some people, they had a demo for it. So people are like, oh, okay, we can kind of go hands-on with it. I guess they Square Enix somehow botched their demo, which was only available on the PlayStation 5. They somehow botched their, their demo and it didn't play perfectly fine at least to the degree where it should and it took some like patches and some re-releases of of the the demo so now it's fully playable not with all the hiccups in it and i think they extended the date out just a little bit longer originally i think thursday which i'm, I'm trying to pull up my calendar here real all quick right, so thursday the I, 24th I was supposed to when it's in but what were we about to say all right i posted it in general so that's supposed to be the warrior of light in the in the new final fantasy origins and this is how he's supposed to like look like from like, well, it was it was like redesigned in the city. Uh, like, which do you prefer, the origins or this guy? No, no, it it it, it it's the dude that you. Oh my goodness, like that's, that picture good. is light and day, night and day. I'm like, oh shoot. Like, I don't know, I don't know why they just do this. Well, or. They make it like super modernized, but like no, just go back to like how it used to be, you know. Yeah, so back I, when like you you focus more on like the like the, the dark fantasy setting rather than like a futuristic setting. Yeah, I, I just don't know. I mean, ugh, I, I have a feeling that at least with Final Fantasy Origin, or you know, I can't even remember the full title, but I just like calling the Final Fantasy Origin. Or, you know, they're they're all talking about you defeating chaos or whatever, though. I just feel like with this game right here, I feel like Square wants to go through another series and kind of do 
I don't know if it's quite a retelling or basically has some basis on like Final Fantasy 1. Basically do a same game equivalent like what they're doing in Final Fantasy Origin and do one for Final Fantasy 2, 3, 4, 5, 6 and go back through those older ones. I have a feeling Square wants to do that. But if you're going to do that, you, you kind of need to do it right. And I don't know. I feel like this game kind of put a lot of people off between what they showcase off in the the game or not not even the gameplay or the reveal trailer as well as you know the stuff that was also showcased off in the demo i don't know square i mean i mean this one ain't adding up for me at least but mm. right it, it just like how i feel at, at the moment it's like i don't know you have to sell me a bit more on this game and talking about a game you got to sell a bit more on I forgot one other game on here that I think a lot of people were looking forward to. And then when they got the reveal trailer for it, they really kind of turned a lot of people off. That was also Babylon's Fall. That was the other thing that was um pretty big for most oh, yeah. other people. And I was like, I remember looking at it and I was like, oh, shoot, Platinum is making this too? And I was like, oh, okay. But, you know, Square Enix actually owned the thing and everything. So I was like, oh, okay, I might look forward to this. And then when we got to saw the, the trailer and how some of the gameplay worked, I was like, it wasn't what what a lot of people were expecting. I was like, I, I just don't know. Right? I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I was like, I, I just had to leave it at that. Because I was like, I was like, Babylon's Fall, it, it looked cool when they first showed it. And if you go back and compare the trailers, it's almost like night and day. So I'm kind of curious how well this is going to perform. I don't think it's going to do too hot. But we'll have to see if they make any kind of changes or tweaks between now and launch. But I think that's pretty much it in terms of all the Square Enix stuff, um, unless you can think of anything else. No. Basically, my 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 opinion on the Square thing was like, it's just a matter of just disappointment, disappointment you know? Yeah. It was, just, it was just pretty disappointing. The only thing I got out of it was Guardians of the Galaxy, but they showed too much of it to where it kind of sour the taste of everything else if they would have shortened it then it would have been a lot better but uh, yeah that that was just my key takeaway yeah but that was just my key takeaway though okay now this other one i gotta mention it real quick it was real short because they didn't really showcase off anything good so i was like hold on i I just had to make mention this real quick though but apparently with bandai's presentation or yeah there there really was no like presentation like no, basically what happened was like at the last minute they tweeted out, "Oh, we're gonna have like one game," and people didn't know. So, yeah, now, uh, I was upset because I really thought that that rumor game of like a My Hero Academia in the style of Dragon Ball Fighter Z was gonna happen. Oh I, I, I was about to flip so out. I was like, I was looking forward to that on the same day that Nintendo was gonna do that thing, and. I don't even know what that one game was. And I remember all y'all were telling me, do not watch that Bandai presentation. It was not worth it. It was hard for me even to find the presentation on YouTube. I had to go back and watch somebody that was doing like a reaction stream to Bandai just to see it. I was like, what the heck was all this? Right? Like, oh my God. Like, it got to the point where like, I I had to like think, you know what? If you don't have anything to show, then don't even show up to E3. I think that's pretty you know? much that's pretty much the 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 lesson for this year. If you ain't got nothing to show, don't show like, up. I know that sound that sounds like like that's like a bad thing to like to say, but like, like it's literally the truth. Like, don't waste people's time. 
I know, and I was like, huh. I was like, well, maybe that's why Sony kind of dipped out. I think, especially what was it, uh, 2019 when they first dipped out. I I really believe that was one of their years that they had nothing to show, and they actually did that. And I'm like, maybe some other companies need to need to take in consideration um, that as well. But that's pretty much it on Bandai. And speaking of companies that need to take that advice. Oh, I'm about to rant. I'm about to rant. I'm about to rant because uh, Capcom, uh, what I, the I, freak are y'all I, I doing? Understand. I understand what what you want, what you mean to. I'm the very. Oh, I like the game. I was like, oh my gosh! I was like, I I'm literally watching this presentation. Right, they literally laid out the whole entire groundwork for what was going to be shown. They said we're going to reveal Monster Hunter Rise. This is what we're going to do, and like. People went in thinking, oh, they're going to show more. They didn't show more. They, it was literally it. And I and was like, like, oh, shoot. Yeah. I was like, what it the was heck? Bad. It was real bad. It was real bad. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. I was I was looking at this, and I was like, yeah, they, they mentioned they were going to mention. looking forward to it. Like, I thought they were going to show off uh, like Rivet Evil 4, you know? Oh, yeah, because they did showcase off, what was it, Resident Evil Village. They did confirm that more DLC is going to be coming out for the game. So we did get that. That might have been the only highlight of this thing. But you could also mention that in, like, a Twitter post, and people would have blew that up online as well. So I'm like, well, shoot. So they mentioned that. They mentioned more stuff on Rise with DLC. They mentioned more stuff with um, Monster Hunter Stories 2. Just a cinematic trailer, no gameplay. We got the gameplay with Nintendo stuff, but they still didn't show gameplay on there, and I, I don't know why. Then they turned around and mentioned The Great Ace Attorney Chronicles, which this one right here, I was like, it was nice just for them to recap it. But when they actually showed and said, hey, this might have mild spoilers, and they legit had a gameplay segment for The Great Ace Attorney. I feel like that series kind of speaks for itself. Why in the world do you have to show that one little bit of gameplay right there? I'm like, what the heck? I was like, what the heck? I was like, Capcom... I I can't even say nothing now. I can't even say nothing now. (laughs) Yeah, it was bad. And I was like, what the heck? So so, so once they did all of that, I was like, okay, you got to the end of this. I was like, all right, wh- what do you got now? And then they literally showed eSports. eSports to cap everything off. I was like, I'm like, hold on here. I was like, is this yeah. E3 or is this Evo? I, 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 I just don't get this. <laughs> I don't get it. I was like... E3 is where you're supposed to make game announcements, you know, follow up on stuff, showcase off DLC, new stuff, quick reminders of stuff that's already coming out or something like that. No, they had a whole segment, a whole, was it, three, five minutes? I don't even know of a thing like that. And I was like, after they were done with that, I was like, okay, y'all got to showcase off something new. That one more thing that a lot of companies have been doing and been following after Nintendo we just get a recap of everything they already said as if like we didn't already know all this stuff that was already previously announced. And they they showcased all that off again. And I was like, I was like, that's it? No smash? Like, 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 what the heck? I was like, oh. what? I was like, I was like, well, is that it? No smash? I was like, what the heck? I was like, huh. No, I was so mad. I was so mad at that presentation. I was like, and, and that, the good thing is, I kind of skipped forward it. At least I wasn't watching it live, where I had to watch it beat by beat. But Capcom, that was a kind of a crapcom kind of moment right there. I was like, I, I don't think anybody has made that reference in a long time. This was kind of one of them right there for me, at least. Yeah, no, it came for me. Like it was just terrible. 
Oh shoot! Yeah, it it really was, and I was like, I was like, Capcom, please don't ever do this again. I I felt like out of all the presentations, it was either Bandai or Capcom was the absolute worst, and I can't honestly choose between the two. I'm Maybe Capcom though. Capcom, even though Bandai only yeah. had one game, I don't even remember what no, the one I, game I was, was though. I was, I was extremely just disappointed with Capcom. I didn't really care. Like that we're we're not getting like my hero academia game, whatever, but like come on, Capcom, what was that? Uh I know. It it, it was weird because they literally told us everything that was gonna be showcased off in it, but people always expect more. And I was like, dang, we yeah. Oh shoot. I, I just can't. I, I'm gonna pop off so hard if I if I keep going on this though. So we might as well move over. So we, we hit the lowest of the low. But you know what? At this point. It was, you know, everybody mentioned online, it's up to Nintendo to save E3 after that really, really bad, sour one-two punch between Square, Bandai. Well, we did, technically didn't know about Bandai yet, but we probably knew it could have been like that. And then Capcom like this. So we're like, oh, shoot, you, you got to give us something good. So Nintendo over here, they come up and, and they're ready to play ball. They announced, hey, we, we got a, we got a, was it a 40 or 50 minute present? I think it was 40, 40 minute presentation for the, the regular direct and three hours worth of treehouse. So I was like, all right, we're, we're in for some good stuff. We're in for some good stuff. It's so That's good. Yeah. Like, and it was they, they had it like you, you knew they had something to show off. They they always that. got something to show. They always got something to show. And and you know what? They they got so many good stuff out of I'm like everything else I've been showcasing off in this podcast with still images. I got the whole video uploaded. So I'm going to be able to fast forward and rewind it and showcase all certain gameplay and actually pause it on the stream. So y'all can actually see what I'm talking about. Cause uh, they had, they had, they had the good stuff going on. They had the good stuff rolling over here though. So um, literally. All right. So here we go at the, at the very beginning of their presentation right here though. I mean, shoot, it, it, it was, it was on and it was popping at the very beginning though. Um, because at first they showcase off the new Smash Brothers character, and I was like, "Uh oh!" I was like, "Oh, oh shoot! Who's it gonna be?" Now, if you saw my reaction video, I, I do apologize <laughs> because I did not, I did not for the life of me decided. I was like, "You know what?" I usually clip out and put the Smash Brothers ones in their own individual videos so people can find them easier. And I've been doing that for like almost all of the Smash Brothers DLC. Um, but this one, I was. I was I was torn. I was honestly torn, Sonic U, and you, you laughed whenever I said it. You gotta you gotta play more games, Zara, like outside of like Nintendo. Like I, I do I I felt like I've been doing like a, a fairly good, decent like, job of I it. Was but surprised you didn't know who Kazuya was. I'm like I know Tekken, but I was not super familiar with all the fighters. Like yeah, I can't like, tell you Tekken at that. Actually yeah. more that like I like, at least I, like at least you've heard of it once, you know. Yeah, I, I heard of it, and I was like, "What the heck?" Because I was like, I, re- "I was like, I was looking at the very beginning of this trailer, and they had Ganondorf walking over here to the edge of the cliff like this, and, and he and he chucked him in the fire like that." And I was like, "I was like, no, what no, the no, freak?" Oh like, no, no, no! Hold on. So like, when the trailer first started, I immediately knew it was Smash just based on the camera work alone. So Sakurai has like this unique camera, like like the Smash trailers, if you notice, you know. Yeah, he really does. And then, like, and then, like, I see, like, they're on, like, this, like, they're, like, he's being carried. I'm, like, and immediately, I already knew it was either, it was probably going to be, like, a Tekken character. Because, like, in Tekken, there's this meme where 
uh, Heihachi carries his son and throws him off a cliff. And then at the end of, like, Tekken 1, it's the reverse where Kazuya, like, beat Heihachi in a fight. So he's carrying Heihachi and throws him off a cliff as, like, a, as, like, a revenge, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, because, like, I was, like, super excited. Like, are they going to put Kazuya in? No, not Kazuya, uh, Heihachi in? And, oh, my God, they put Kazuya in. I I I lost my mind because that means we're gonna get like Tekken three music, which you probably have never heard, but like that. Oh my god, Tekken three music so good. I I, I felt like it, it. I felt like it had to be good because I was like I, I looked at it and I could kind of tell. I was like, okay, I, I know Tekken probably has some bopping tracks, and I was like, so if it it's anything to the level of degree, like how some of that good music was um, from like the Fatal Fury or like the King of Fighters stuff with Terry. I was like, I, I know we're in probably for a really good, decent um, treat though. But with me personally, with, with this fighter, I was like, it's probably going to be cool to use him, you know, in the short term. But to be honest, I don't know if I'll be able to stick with him in the long term because if he's anything like, you know, Ryu, Ken, or Terry, it, I mean, those typical fighter characters where it's like you got to know like their their inputs or whatever though in order to get the most out of their moves those ones for some oddball reason i just can't get the knack of them and i know you hate Re, um, ryu like ryu kind of sucked pretty bad for you um you trying to get him in the elite smash i know that one was a nightmare for you though but i don't know yeah. it, it's those kind of characters uh, though i'm gonna tell you right now even in his in tekken kazuya is not easy to learn yeah but he's one of those characters where like if you if you like you put in the time and effort to like learn him, and he's gonna like do like a lot for you. Yeah, he he pretty much will. And I was like, oh, okay. And and the one thing I will say about this reveal trailer, I did like is uh towards the very end when they when they started throwing all those uh, Nintendo characters off the edge, I was like, I was like, bro, I was like, why why y'all got to throw off my my boy Captain Falcon, man? I was like, Captain Falcon, man. I was like, I was like, come on, Sakurai. I was like, we know the series is kind of dead, but you didn't got to treat us like that, man. I was like, we just want a new game, man. I was like, oh shoot, and then they threw off like Min Min and then uh, Marth and all these other ones though. So I don't know. It, 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 it was pretty yeah, hilarious. It was pretty it was hilarious. Funny. And then uh, they threw no, Kirby no, off. Don't throw off Kirby. And then it was like, like but but he just floated back up, and I was like, oh okay, that that was that was very typical yeah, he, right he, there. Sakurai's not gonna kill Kirby. Come on. I mean, the man can't like, die. Like, the man can't die. Yeah, like he's child, you know. Yeah. And uh, that basically um, introduces what he's character number eighty one, I believe. That's not including echoes, uh, including the echoes. I can't remember what number it's at right now. I mean, though, you but... have to remember Pyra and Mithra are like two separate characters. Oh no, that that includes them being like Pyra was seventy nine, Mithra was eighty, and um, this dude right here makes eighty one. Mm. So yeah, so yeah, that roster growing. That roster growing. So this only means that we only got one more person left on the roster. And I feel like that might get announced. No, I don't. The character, there's a character where uh, where Joker stole the invitation from. Oh yeah, oh yeah, you that's know what's true. Funny about Sephiroth and Kazuya. What? They literally came into Smash without an invitation. <laughs> yeah, like, you're kind of right. Sephiroth, Sephiroth kills Master Hand. Hey, what's up, Cloud? Kazuya starts. Killing good the Nintendo character. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what the heck? I was like, what the heck, man? Well, like, Sephiroth and Kazuya. All right, Sephiroth, 
Zinnia and Ridley, those are like the coldest villains you would ever meet in Smash. I know, man. And it's crazy that they put them in Smash too, because I I don't know if you notice how like Kazuya transform. That particular t- transformation is called the the Devils. Which I feel like it's gonna be something on the lines of like you know how like Joker and his arson is it's gonna power you up and probably give you a little more extra stuff to work with though. So I mean it'll you be know, cool in that regard. No, no, it's not even that. He gets his own like rage mechanic. Oh, so kind of like Bowser, but a little more flashy, I guess. Pretty yeah, because um, you know how uh, Donkey Kong punches Kazuya even when he was in his like devil form. Uh huh. He started to go. He started to get like a red aura, which is like. The same warrior you see in Tekken 7 where, like, they get rage. Hmm. So, already, you know, he's going to be broken. Yeah. Which, you know, I'm not too... Which, you know, it's all right. Yeah. Obviously, like, with, it being, with him being a Bandai thing, obviously, he's going to be, like, overpowered. Yeah. And I guess, finally, right. Bandai got their second rep. I was thinking it was going to be somebody like a Tails or Dr. Eggman, no, but I, I, no, I guess, technically, that would rule out Dr. Why would it be? Why would it be? Those are Sega characters. Oh, 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 oh my gosh! I, I'm confusing myself now. Uh, forget what I said. I, I don't oh, even like, know what I said. Was, no, cause yeah, it was. I that's the funny thing because everybody knew Bandai was gonna get like their own character. And oh, everybody knew after oh, Pac-Man. if it was gonna be yeah, a character from Bandai, it has to be Tekken. But this came out of nowhere, which is like the funniest thing ever. And no rumors, no, no nothing. Literally, no one accepted it. And then also, we got that Sakurai's Present coming out on June the 28th. So, I mean, that one's coming out right around the corner. I mean, shoot, actually. Oh, yeah, it's like one week from Monday. One week from Monday. So, uh, it's it's coming out right around the corner, though. So, uh, we'll get to see more stuff on it here soon, though. And I'm, I'm not sure in terms of, like, the me outfits or what we're going to get. If we're going to get anything crazy like that, though. But I know we're probably in for another good time. Gonna like, we're probably going to get, like, gin. Yeah, I can see it. I can see it. But yeah, so it's kind of interesting now that we technically have um, we have Ryu that can fight Ken, that can fight Terry, that can fight this dude from Tekken, that can fight Mario. Like you have like what, like one, two, no. three, four no. different fighting series right here. Holy shoot! No, no, it goes more. So Ryu, Ken, Street Fighter, uh, Terry from Fatal Fury, uh, Kazuya from Tekken, and Akira from. Uh... From Virtual Fighter, so we have like four fighting game reps. Yeah, Going so up for uh, five. Well, I guess Heihachi counts, no? Well, mm-hmm. even though he is a, a, a me costume. Oh yeah, the me costumes, yeah. But yeah, that is, that is quite a bit of fighting love all in one game, kind of getting a pretty good representation of everything. So, I mean, it, it, this pick definitely makes a lot of sense. And I'm very curious uh, how they're gonna, how Sakurai is going to end this thing uh, once and for all, though. So, uh, yeah, so they they started off pretty good. They started off pretty good. All right, and then uh, basically looking forward after um, looking forward after the Smash Bros. thing. Shoot, I, I got to mention this one time. I got to mention this one time. This this one game they they showed it off all throughout E3, and it put me off every single time. That life is strange stuff. Like, get that mess out of my face. Oh, oh like, man. oh, shoot. I was like, I had just about enough. Enough is enough. I was like, what the heck, man? It was getting so annoying. 
Grant, <gasps> like, I, I'm sorry for like, like life or life is strange fans, but like, whatever, you know. Plus, it, it doesn't even look good. I'm not, I'm not talking like the game, whatever, but like, like, like graphics wise. Yeah, and I mean, I'm like, it's supposed oh. to be like a remaster, you know. Yeah. And and the cool thing I did like about Nintendo is the fact that the matter that they actually kept that short and simple. They barely showed it for like barely a minute. And I was like, that's what y'all needed to do at the Square presentation. And I was like, golly, because they also showed it at a state of play before that. So we, we just had an overdose on, on that series. And I was like, I, I, I was about fed up with it. I was like, what the heck? I was tired. I was like, yeah, I, I was just flat out tired. And then uh, next, they showcase off the Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, in which, you know, I, I kind of hate the fact that it was uh, it's a Steam version we're looking at, because this version actually looked too good, and I was debating on whether or not to get this with the uh, PlayStation Wait, 5 game? or this. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. No, it's, uh, it's not like Steam. It's, uh... I mean, not Steam. I mean, cloud-based. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I meant. I said Steam. I meant, When I said Steam, I was thinking stream, but I don't know why I said Steam, but that's what I meant. So I mean, yeah. So I I basically confirm which game or which console I'm getting it on now, though. But it, it'll be nice for some fans that have a Switch that don't have access to a PlayStation or any other console. I mean, it's still somewhat playable. Hopefully, your internet's really good so you can play it though. And then we got a couple other games that I I really honestly didn't resonate with, or I think I don't think even you kind of resonated with uh, much as well. You can kind of see me fast forward through it uh, right now though. Oh shoot! But then. We, we get to a really good title. And it was something I called in my prediction video because I saw them bananas. And I was like, uh-oh. Oh, they, yeah. they, they done and did it. They done did it. And yes, they finally... <laughs> they, yeah, they, they finally did. Steven called the name out, which I technically knew the name, but I forgot to mention it. <laughs> Being banana, banana on Super Mania. Monkey Ball, Banana Mania. But I was Five the one that years. said we were going to get Super Monkey Ball 1 and 2 up in the mix. Did not expect the third one that they threw up in there as well, though. But I was like, "Hey, it, it, it'll be—it's a nice, good bone." I know Hacks over there was probably flipping out about it though, because I, no, I know he's—it was literally me, Weedle, and uh, Alexis that were like freaking out. Yeah, so I was like, because I, like, I was like, the only Monkey Ball game I played was uh, was uh, what was it? Uh, the one on the Wii, which I had a good time with it, but I kind of want to see why people like the the first two games, so. I mean, eventually, at some point, I will get this game. I hope there's enough fun online modes that we can kind of play the game with each other or whatever, though. Right? I yeah. Because there wasn't, well, I guess technically with it being GameCube games, there was, like, a lot of, you know, well, online and, stuff. And even if, like, it's not all of it, at least get, like, the first two games, like, online. Mm -hmm. If you can't do all of them, then, all right. But at least get, like, the first two games. Yeah. Yeah, because I was like, oh, shoot. And it even comes out, I guess this launch edition thing comes out with uh art book. It comes out, I think, with some, I guess, some different outfits I think you can get in the game. And one other thing that I think was physical, though, but that, that basically comes with every launch game you get, whether you get it on Xbox, PlayStation, or even the Switch. So that that is pretty nice, though. I mean, that might drive me to try to get closer to launch just so they don't run out of those kind of editions with it. Because I kind of like it how they give you like a free right art book. You can so get what? it on Amazon. You can get yeah, it on Amazon. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I think they, yeah, they still have it up right now. I was just wondering, like, let's say if you wait three months after launch, do they go to like a standard edition of it, and then you know won't have an art book and all that stuff with it? So that makes me think, well, well, I have to get kind of closer to launch. That's what I was thinking. 
But yeah, other than that, I, I, I'm like, I'm, I'm looking forward to this. I, I, I want to say, if I'm not mistaken, if I'm not mistaken, I think they confirm uh, with that game that um, I think Sonic and Tails is going to be in it, like what they were, like Sonic was on in the the Banana Blitz version or whatever. Though I want to say I thought I heard yeah, that from somewhere. Confirmed. Yeah, they confirmed it. Okay, so that'd be kind of cool racing through the game with those two up in the ball as well, though. And I heard the mini games with this game were basically on point or really good as well. So I'm kind of looking forward to that as well. Yeah. All right, so I think after that, th th that was a pretty good big one, though. But then they hit us with another big one. They announced that uh, Mario Party Superstars yeah, is coming out, and I was like. I was like, oh, shoot. I was like, wait. I was like, okay, this this is a new one. But I was like, wait a minute. And I looked at these mini games. I looked at the boards. And I was like, hold on here. This is from the 64 era. And I was like, yeah, they they, they picked out five boards between the spread of basically from Mario Party 1 through 3, doing like 100 mini games. So it's kind of like the Mario Party Top 100 on the 3DS. But hey, let's take 100 mini games and throw it with actual boards this time. And the big kicker is online compatible, or, you know, you can play these games online from the very get-go. Yeah. So it's they, not just co-op. They learned from their mistake. They learned from their mistake from Mario Party, which took three years, by the way, for them to put online play. And I was like, dang, because I knew they were basically beta testing it for whatever Mario Party game came out next. I did not think that it was going to be for a Mario Party superstar thing that was basically like doing these older N64 games because this makes me think and wonder. I have a strange feeling that they're going to keep doing this as like their side series um, for Mario Party games between the mainline ones like Super Mario, Mario, Super Mario Party 1 and Super Mario Party 2. I feel like they're going to keep releasing these kind of games in between. So this one focuses like on the 64 era. So ideally, I think we'll get Super Mario Party 2 next. And then after Super Mario Party 2, we'll get like another superstar thing, but it'll be with the GameCube games and board maps and stuff like that. Yeah, I feel like they're going to the keep doing that. Is, uh -huh. You know what the funny thing is? It, this literally was like the direct for like GameCube games, you know? Yeah. Like when you think about it, like we have like our Mario Golf, we have the Mario Party. Um, I don't want to say like the other one, but like. Like we haven't gotten into it yet, but like oh, we're yeah. getting like a new, we have we got like a a new Zelda game. We are we're getting like a new Metroid game, which if you didn't know, Fusion released alongside with Prime, on the GameCube. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, you're right, yeah, you're right. Okay, okay. Yeah, so it's like, I don't know. They, they, we're back to like the GameCube era, and I just I just feel happy, you know. This has to be like one of my favorite directs so far. Yeah, it, it was a solid one. And I like also the fact that, you know how, you know, sometimes online can be, or if you get like a, a big map or a big mode where you put 20 turns on there and you know how like people are like, oh, I got to go or I got to do something like this. No, this game will actually say autosave every single turn so you can yeah, come back and resume it later. That. That's a big, that's a big no brainer for me. I was like, I was like, oh shoot. Cause I was like, typically with Mario Party games, it's hard for me to play these games nowadays because I don't have like anybody locally to play with. But when you tell me I could play this online with friends and I could save at any point, I'm like, heck yeah, sign me up. At first, I was still debating on whether or not to get this, but I feel like there's enough of us within our group and circle that I feel like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and get this because I know it's going to be a lot of fun. And I've been watching some of the Treehouse footage as well. And, oh, shoot, some of those mini games take me back with 
I think because I own Mario Party 3 on the 64 and I had Mario Party 2 on the virtual console through the Wii. So those two are the games I'm most familiar with. Not too much with one, but when I saw the Mario Party 3 mini games, I was like, oh, that takes me back. Oh, shoot. Nah, shoot. I had my mic, my, my Discord died. Oh, shoot. But I was just kind of, I was just kind of gushing at uh, the older mini games yeah, from like I, Mario Party. I, I was gushing too, too. <laughs> Oh, shoot. But, yeah, it, it should be a fun little thing. I, I'm looking forward to this game. And it comes out late October. So, I was like, oh, okay. I was like, you know, it's pretty nice. So, I am definitely looking forward to this one, though. And it's something I definitely have my eyes set for right here, though. So, you got anything else to say about Mario Party or we'll move on to the next one? I hope I hope they uh they they have it has good online, <laughs> you know, with the uh, Super awful to play. Yeah. So I, I'm hoping that's the reason why they released that one or the online play for the other one out early, just so that we can go ahead and um get the new stuff or make sure that the online still works for the other one as well. At least that's that's my that's my hope. That's my big hope. Now this next one, whole shoot. You know, you always got your Nintendo businessmans in the suits. And when they talk to you for a very long time, nine times out of ten, they're about to announce something pretty good. And and, and my and my boy over here started to mention about Metroid Prime 4. And I was like, wait a minute. But he's I like, know, but we right? but we but we don't got nothing to show. And I was like, oh shoot. But he's like, but instead we got something else. And I was like, instantly my mind started running at 90 miles per hour because I knew I knew it was Metroid Prime. And I was like, I knew it was a brand new one. It wasn't no remake. I knew it was a brand new one. And the screen went black. And I was like, oh shoot. I was like, oh I saw Metroid, I saw Savage jump down on the thing. I saw Metroid 5. And I lost my collected crap on my thing. I blew out my mic. I was literally watching this thing in my car from my reaction things. Hence why the audio quality was not that good. And I was like, I I I just completely lost it. I completely lost it. I was like, it oh was my gosh. So good. And I was like, oh shoot. And then and then I was looking at it and I was like, I was looking at this trailer and I was like, what is this thing that's following um Samus around? And then she shoots it at this thing, and then she's like shoots a you know like a like a like a rocket at her and it was like what the heck like it didn't do nothing it didn't flinch and then this thing starts chasing you through the levels and we get right into the gameplay and i was like wait a minute i was like i i hadn't experienced a metroid game where something was like chasing you like this technically i think there was something in fusion that will hunt you down like that but yeah i was like oh shoot and then they showcase off the Dread title with it. And I was like, wait a minute. I heard that name somewhere before. And I went through and watched reaction streams. And everybody flipped out when they said that. Because this thing has been in like, oh gosh. Been in de- like development. Oh boy. Oh man. It's been in development crap. It's been in a development hole for such a very long time. And the fact that it's been 19 long years since we got Fusion last. It was about time. And I was like, you know what? I think this is like my biggest highlight of E3. I mean, they even showcased off some some other stuff towards the very end of this presentation that I'm still excited for. But I think this is like the main thing I walked out of E3 with. And I was like, just, just give it to me. Just give it to me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, holy yeah. shit. It's like 20 years. Almost like, oh two, God. almost two decades. That that's crazy right there, and it, and they even showcased it off in the the E three or not the E three at the at the 
I can't even think now. Oh shoot, that's how much excite. Um, that's how much Metroid excites me. Uh, no, the Treehouse. They even showcased all two segments in the in the Treehouse as well. And from the little bit of stuff I saw in that as well, I was like, thank goodness. And the and the date is not too far around the corner. It's coming out on October the eighth. So we barely have to wait that long. And I was like, thank you. I was like, thank you, Nintendo. Yeah, that's what I've been doing. Just been playing Metroid games right now. I'm gonna like play through all of them. Yeah, so I was like, yeah, not, and I, I'm almost oh, done with a uh, zero mission. Zero mission, and I was thinking, I was like, you know what? I had an idea. I might go through and play the series myself, and here soon on the channel, you might see a series from me going through and playing zero mission. I might record some segments and then drop them out on my channel. Maybe premiere them. Maybe just flat out drop them. But just do a quick little series because I heard Metro Fusion doesn't take that long, or not Fusion Zero Mission doesn't take that long. And I really kind of wanted to go through and play that origin story because technically, if you play the original Metroid on the NES, whew, that one hasn't aged that well. And I, I feel like it's, it's definitely probably at the bottom of the tier in terms of the, the Metroid series games that you could play. But Zero Mission will, you know, definitely, you know, clean it up, polish yeah, it a whole lot better. It. It's good, it's but it, it shows its age a little bit. I mean, it, it was hard for me to kind of muster through it because think about it, that game did not have a map on the original version. So you had to go through and be fully dedicated, have a paper down and actually go through and write and actually draw out the, you know, the pathways that you actually take and create your own little map. Because otherwise you will, get, you will get lost in that game on the original version. And I was like, with Zero Mission having a map, I mean, that's a world of a difference for me in the Metroidvania. But yeah, but yeah. And, and that wasn't the only thing they announced on this thing. Oh shoot! These dudes right here. This is the reason why I had to watch. This is the reason why I had to watch these E3 presentations super early because they went and announced a brand new Metroid Amiibo for this game for Dread. And I was like, I looked at this. I was like, Oh shoot! I gotta, I gotta stay on my toes. I gotta go ahead and get this pre-order. And lo and behold, these jokers over here are selling out faster than Legend of Zelda related items. I never ever in my life seeing an amiibo sell out this fast i remember this thing went up for pre-order at walmart at one point and it sold out within one minute for the first time it was up i was like i know scalping has been getting pretty bad and with bots and all this God. stuff since um covid happened but this is absurd man it's on the same like point ridiculousness as like trying to get a ps5 it really is and i'm like i'm like what the heck and then lo and behold, they also announced that there is a special edition coming out for this as well. Thankfully, I got my pre-order copy through GameStop and then I also achieved one at Walmart. Walmart will probably get it closer to me on release day. So I'm going to go back and cancel my GameStop one though. So somehow I managed to get my hands on that, but I cannot get my hands on the Amiibo. It's literally sold out everywhere in Europe. It's sold out in Japan. It's sold out here in America. The last place where you can get this at currently at the moment of this video is... The only Amazon. place where you can get it is Amazon. And Amazon has not thrown out the pre-orders for the special edition or the Amiibo just yet. I have a sneaking suspicion it might happen tomorrow on Monday. If so, I'm glad it's going to happen on Monday because I'm actually off of work that whole day. Or even if it's on Tuesday as well, I'm off of work on that day as well. So I'm just going to turn my phone up and make sure it's, it's on full blast. So if I hear that thing beeping from Wario 64, um, my, my fingers are going to go 90 to nothing and try to hopefully obtain that thing. So I'm like, oh shoot, but this thing's been insane to get. Oh. But yeah, I think that crazy, pretty, oh shoot, it's crazy. 
best of luck to all y'all. If y'all want the special edition or the Amiibo, you're going to have to fight. You're going to have to get dirty with some people. And if for some reason, if I can't get it through Amazon, I'm probably going to have to get this um, on launch day because they usually release more copies on the actual launch day. And I'll have to fight some people for it. I might have to go into like a Best Buy swinging arms and complain. I don't know. I got to get this Amiibo because uh, I... You got to like show up there like early, you know? Yeah, it's either that or... If I can see it go up for like the, the same thing happened with my Monster Hunter um Rise um collector's edition. Two copies of it went up for sale on launch day at Best Buy. There was only two copies left, and I managed to actually get my hands on it because I really wanted the amiibo part of it because the amiibo for Magnamalo sold out. So same thing might happen with this amiibo as well. That way I don't have to necessarily run to the store and get it. But uh we'll see on launch day if I have to get that desperate to get that, you know get my hands that dirty for it though but here's hoping i can hopefully get my hands on it though but whole oh, shoot but you got anything else to say about metroid dread uh screw the scalpers hey man you're, you're right about that forget them gosh darn grubby rubbing um stinky old belly fat-footed um no good doer um scalpers man i i just hate them i just hate it i just hate it so much it's so and annoying like yeah. really, you're gonna do this to like the the, the like the series like thirty fifth like anniversary? Come on, get out of here! I know. No and then like, all... no one likes you, people. Yeah, and then also in the chat, I saw somebody in there. Um, I just abbreviated to Nickelodeon. Um, he meant or he or she mentioned uh best Metroid suit. Um, shoot, I I, I really like the the design of this. Um, the one with Samus Returns that suit that. That's in that game. Yeah, if you've I seen the art for it, I think I that's my that. favorite suit right there. I love that one. Fusion suit is also pretty good. I think that's a good second second runner up. But but that but that design for Samus Returns though, I'm like, oh shoot! I I, I just really love that one right there. Samus Returns, uh, Metro Fusion, the Prime suit. Uh, this new one is really good. This new one, I'm digging it. I kind of wish the whole thing was blue and white, but obviously I feel like you can't get rid of, you know, the iconic colors of, you know, the red suit from Samus. So I think that's why the head is, yeah, in the visor too. So I think that's why that has to be like that. What is it? I beat the game. Dang. Well, shoot. And did it take you like, for zero mission, it only took you like, what, two hours or so? Or three hours? Two and a half hours, I want to say. Oh my gosh. Ooh, if it took me that long... Oh man, I'm, I'm about to jump on you should, it. You should stream it. Should I stream it? And st- I was thinking recording it and then premiering the stuff because I I kind of want to run on my own schedule. But if it's only two and a half hours, well, hmm, I might just stream it. I don't know. It depends on how I feel. Yeah, you know, like that that time of day where we're like, ah, you know, I maybe I want to do that. I want to do that. Yeah, because I'm that, getting close. Yeah. I'm getting close to the end of my Famicom Detective Club: The Missing Air series. I think I only have like three more chapters left. So after that, I was wondering what I was going to do next. I might do the Zero Mission, since it's going to be really short, and then jump into Monster Hunter Rise right after that. So that might be the gameplay now. Yeah. All right, so that, that pretty much does it in terms of the, the Metroid Dread stuff. I re- am really looking forward to that. And I think that's going to be my highlight for uh, for the year of 2021. Yeah, and then, same for me. Like, out of all the E3 announcement, Metroid Dread. Oh, my God. Yeah, I was. I had like the biggest grin when I saw Metroid Five, 
And then I saw that it was oh it's gonna be Mercury team that's working on the game, which you know. They did a good job on Samus Returns. And I, who? I, I best case scenario, uh Nintendo gets them. Like you know, and then they're the ones that work on the 2D Metroid game. Wait, because Mercury Steam, they're not, are they, they're not owned by Nintendo, are they? I don't think no, they are. No, like, no, they're not. They're, they're not. They're, they're not. Spanish dev team, but like Nintendo noticed, it was in the, it was in like the, the development history video where yeah. they noticed how, how they were doing like a very good job that they decided to be like, yeah, you know what? The story for Metroid 5 was like, was already done. But we couldn't figure out how to do it, but you guys know how to do it. So here you go. We're entrusting you with Metroid 5. Since, you know, they did a pretty good job with, with Samus Return. Yeah. And I'm kind of hoping that as good as... Now, the big test with Metroid is, can it sell over 3 million? Because I think that the highest selling Metroid game, I think, was Metroid Prime on the GameCube coming at like 2.8 something million or something like that if metroid 5 can crack 3 million let's say if it does something crazy and hits five, somewhere between 5 and 6 million sales i mean we know the metroid sales series doesn't sell that well but if it were if i were nintendo i'll come over to mercury steam and like hey y'all we're about to buy y'all because we want y'all to work on our games and shoot, you can spearhead our Metroid, at least our 2D series for Metroid and who knows what other project. If they're this good with Metroid, I'm kind of curious what they could do for other 2D series and see if they could put their nice little spin on it. That's all I got to say about Mercury Steam, though, because they're, they're kind of one of my favorite developers right now. I'm like, oh, shoot, because after what I played with Samus Returns, I'm like, give me more of that stuff. Give me more. Yeah, exactly. Um, what did I say? <laughs> you know what's funny about Metroid Zero Mission? Uh-huh. And when you beat the game, uh, the, op the option to play the original Metroid game unlocks for you. Oh, really? Huh. Yeah. Gosh. I played it. <laughs> oh, my God. Man. You, this shows you how much Nintendo cares about the, about the series because they didn't want to, like, they didn't want to make Metroid Five because they they couldn't do it justice at the time. Yeah, I mean, and we see what's happening with Metroid Prime Four. It didn't live up to their standards with that game either. They just completely rebooted it. So I mean, yeah, they, 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 they like care Metroid they care about their series. They care about their series, and if it's not up to snuff, we saw like, with Animal Crossing. They delay. They, they ain't afraid to delay games that they think they need more time on it. No, because here's how it works. It's literally Mario, Zelda. And Metroid, which was like their biggest like video games, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Oh, she. But yeah, I could probably go on and on and on about Metroid though. But there's a few more announcements up in here. Hey, they, they they weren't all the way to the end, and uh, we we have to see what some of the other stuff. Of course, they did like a quick little recap. They showcase off, you know. You know, you know, you just dance. You know, it happens every single year. So yeah, they they have to go ahead and show that off. Um, and then they showed off a few other games as well. I'm surprised they actually showcased off um, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, which is coming out on the Switch now. Which I've, I've been kind of wanting that game for quite some time, and now it's finally coming out on the Switch. And now I already own the PS5, so now I I have a choice. I can go with either one. I know visually it's probably going to run a little better on the PlayStation 5, though, but it's nice to have a choice now um, to be able to play that, though. So I wasn't 
I was expecting it at some point, but I didn't expect it during this presentation right here, though. So that was a nice little surprise right there. And um, I'm trying to think, what else was there also up in here, though? Um, the, oh, and they also showed another quick little recap at Mario Golf. Um, oh, gosh, what, what was the name of it? Yeah, Super Rush. Mario Golf Super Rush, though. The game looks visually really nice. It's just not my kind of cup of tea because I'm not really, like, super big into, like, Mario sports games, though. But it is going to visually look pretty nice and pretty impressive, though. And let's see here. What else did they got after that? Oh, and I like how New Dunk City is going to be um one of the courses up in it. Yeah, though. it's pretty funny. Yeah, so I was like, anything you can do with New Dunk City, that's pretty nice. And then also they showcase off a little more Monster Hunter Stories 2. I like how they had a, a segment in the treehouse where they actually showcase off some of this. I have not yet seen that part of the treehouse yet. I actually do need to see it so that way I can kind of get myself a little acquainted with you know how the world's stuff gonna look because visually this game looks really 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 nice i'm glad i got my hands on the the collector's edition and whatnot though and um they also um they also went out and said yes there is gonna be a demo version for this and you're able to carry over your save progress from the demo to the full game and i think that I comes out later when they do that June. Yeah, so I always, I always like it when they do that. So I was like, hey, you don't you don't get to miss a beat. So I'm, I am looking forward to that, though. And I probably will stream. When that demo does drop, I probably will stream my, my opening segments of the game and uh, see how well that kind of goes out, though. So I am looking forward to that. Let's see here. And then after that, oh, okay. Now, they had this game come out. And I was like. Tenth of the time, right? Oh, say what? They should also be going Sensei 5 next, right? Oh, take well, not yet. I, I was going through the thing. There was one thing before oh, Shimagami Tensei oh. 5. It was a uh, WarriorWare. Because I felt like oh. Intelligent Systems was going to do something. And I thought it might have been a Fire Emblem. But technically, they're the owners of, uh, or not the owners. They make the Mario, I'm not Mario Party. They make uh, Paper Mario, WarioWare, and Fire Emblem. So it's like they usually kind of rotate well, on the schedule between well, the three. Could, well, they couldn't, they couldn't show Fire Emblem, remember? Because uh, we threw Mark off the cliff. <laughs> Bruh. Oh, I guess that that might have been why we didn't get um my genealogy of a holy war though. But yeah, with this WarioWare game, I was like, it was about time. It, it kind of makes sense. I think the Switch is probably one of the most perfect um consoles to have a WarioWare game on. Gosh, I, I think the last WarioWare game I had was like on the GBA. It's been that long for me though, um, personally. So I was like, oh shoot, but it's nice for the fans to be able to have this. And I think even with this one in the trailer they showcased off, you're actually able to have co-op so like multiple people on these micro mini games to be able to compete against each other though so that is pretty nice though not the biggest warrior yeah. wear person but uh it, it's nice for all the fans to be able to actually get this game though yeah it's the same for me i don't i don't really care but i'm happy for the fans yeah nonetheless so, so that's pretty much it and yeah so it's called wario uh get it together <laughs> which is it's kind of interesting though um that, that title right there though kind of makes sense though so yeah, so that, that was pretty much it in terms of almost all the good stuff. And then um oh shoot, then they revealed case off Shimigami Tensei 5, the game that we've been waiting for since the very beginning of the launch of the system. And we got a probably our best look. I think this is our absolute best look of the game. They even showcased it off in the treehouse as well, though. But this was yeah, our was absolutely really Yeah, and I was like, and now that I played through Persona 5, you know, Persona 5 Strikers. 
saw the anime and actually working on Persona 5 Royal at the moment. Now I can actually recognize um a lot of the different, you know, demons and other creatures that are up in this game. I can actually recognize them and call them out by names now. So I was like, okay. So I am getting a little more familiar with this um, with the series through the side series. Usually it's the reverse way around, but but it's kind of interesting like that though. But uh with that main character's design with the blue hair and stuff, like it's the dude, but with that much long blue hair, I was like, what the heck? Yeah. The really anime protagonist. I hope they put him in Smash, just so people get mad. Oh, people no, are gonna be like, "Oh no, no, that anime, an anime swordsman." Be like, "Oh no," it would be funny if they did. But then I, I feel like they might get a little bit frustrated because if they technically did, that means you're putting the character in before I guess the game is actually out. I don't know. But anyway, I, I, I think the game looks pretty cool. I'm, I was still debating really hard whether or not I would get this game or not. I'm still on the fence on it, but I still need to watch the Treehouse segment and see uh, how well that is going as well. I mean, but it yeah. looks fine. There's, like, no random encounters, so you got that looking forward. Yeah, because I was like, yeah. Because I was like, random encounters were cool back in the day, but then we, I don't know, I guess yeah, with the way how we get used to them like, now, it's, like, it's kind of annoying. It's like, I don't know. I guess with games respecting your time and whatnot, though, it's just more convenient to go into battle when you want to go into battle. Exactly. So, yeah, so I think that's pretty much it in terms of um, Shin Megami Tensei Five. Uh, looking forward to that one whenever it finally does come out. And they did confirm the launch uh, window for it, though. It does come out on, what is here? I think it's, it's sometime in November. November. November, yeah, 12th. November 12th. Two days before my birthday, though, too. So I'm like, okay. I, all right. I see y'all, Nintendo. Oh, I see y'all. Well, you got, I see you got an RPG to play on your birthday, I guess. Yeah. So yeah. So I got I got some stuff to potentially look forward to on that, though. So yeah, that, that's pretty much it in terms of the Shin Megami Tensei 5, though. And then uh, they also announced a, a series that I know that's been on PlayStation for quite some time. But um, at least for me, I hadn't really messed with it. And that's the Danganronpa series. And I was like, oh, oh okay. Yeah. I, I wasn't expecting that. And I was like, yeah, because I think they're trying to bring over, what is it, three or four games, I think, from this series over here to the Switch. Yeah, because, like, Yoshi's been wanting that game, for, like, outside of, a, like, a, a, like a, a PlayStation console for, like, the longest time. And you can think you play it on Steam, but, like, it, it's like, it, may, it makes perfect sense to, like, put it on the, on the Switch, you know? Because it is, like, a, a visual novel story that you can, like, take on the go. Wait, is it a visual? I, I mean, I, I always heard people talking about it, but I never actually got to see exactly what made the game the game, like in terms of gay places. So it's, it is it, basically a visual novel, of, really. Think of think of it as like an Ace Attorney game. Ah, okay, okay. Because I was thinking, I was like, maybe at some point I might need to try one of the games. But yeah, so I guess you kind of go around, and I get, or at least from one of the games, it was like you had to kind of betray one of portray your friends in your classroom because i guess whatever that creature is uh i guess he he's making all y'all kind of compete Monokuma. against each other or something his name is monokuma monokuma it was always weird looking at Mono that dude's design Kuma. like half nice half evil i don't know uh, something unsettling with it i guess that's the thing with him though but huh. yeah you, you hit it right right on the nail actually hmm but yeah, it, it's coming out later this year. Didn't give an actual concrete, so it's like probably, if I had to guess, sometime probably September or afterward. So yeah, and it's nice how you can purchase all the games individually or you can get them all together so you can kind of, you know, cherry pick whichever games um, that you want to get out, get on it though. So that was pretty nice though. And then also, 
I didn't expect this game to come over here. I recognize this character from Smash as an assist trophy, but they actually mentioned that Fatal Frame is coming over um, to the Switch, which is something, I think it was a game that was out on the Wii U, and they're actually bringing this over. So it is nice. I was like, I was like, I know I saw this girl from somewhere before. And I was like, oh yeah, it was the girl that actually took the pictures of you on Smash, and then everybody would like freeze up for a moment, though. So I was like, okay, that, that was nice for some fans. I noticed some people with some reactions, they were kind of freaking out on this, though, but I didn't know if you happen to know too much about this um, Sonic Key. Uh, about what? About Fatal Frame. Oh yeah, no, I've heard of it. But uh, I never really played the game, you know? Yeah, I I haven't either, though, so I'm like... I wish, I'm... I wish they ported it, you know? Yeah. Give you kind of one more reason player. not to have a, a Wii U anymore, basically. Oh, shoot. <laughs> they just keep on refusing to get a play Chronicle they, they really do, to be honest. They really do. They like, really do. We know do. You, you guys have been wanting this game, but no. They're like, no. Absolutely no. And then they kind of went into like a sizzle reel with some other stuff. Like they showcase all the uh, Doom Eternals. Uh, one of his DLC campaigns, and it's coming over to the Switch here fairly soon. So that was nice. They showcase off the the Tony Hawk skate uh, skateboarding one and two. How that one's coming out here soon, and then a few other games as well. They also um, double uh, double recapped over uh, Mario and Rabbids um, Sparks of Ruin, and that is coming out to the Switch. It I think they said for the year of 2022. So we don't have a concrete release date. Um, for that game yet, but I am kind of looking forward to it at some point. Don't know if I'm playing it at launch, but at some point, I'll probably go get my hands on it, though. So they showcased that off a little bit. And then, this game over here, I was like, I, I was looking at this, and I was like, wait a minute. I was like, what the freak is this? And I was like, Nintendo Wii and revive one of their dead series with Way Forward, uh, and they're actually bringing over yeah, Advance Wars. Yeah. I was like, hold on, because originally this game was made by Intelligent Systems, paying people that make Fire Emblem. And I did not think that would come to Way Forward or Way Forward come to them and say, hey, we can help you out with one of your dead series right here. And animations and stuff look pretty nice. And originally, I remember saying in my reaction video that I said I wasn't going to be like a, I wasn't probably a big fan of probably what this would be, but I'll keep my eye on, on it and see how other people kind of like it, though. I mean, it it being $60, $60 is kind of like a... Did they say it was eh. 60 Yeah, it's 60 Huh. Well, I guess, well, it is two games, but, hmm. Yeah, it's two games, and it is a remake, but, like, eh, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I thought, this probably could have been a good one to maybe put at the $50 price point, maybe. Yeah, $50 would have been better, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, I I imagine, I I imagine it probably would go on sale at some point, probably. And the game comes out in December. I'll probably, I probably will get it, though. Yeah. But that was pretty much it in terms of most of their major stuff. And then, uh, lo and behold, we, we can't just end it like that. Because uh, in the same way like the plumber had his 35th anniversary, Zelda also has its 35th anniversary. So that's... Well, and basically, they had like three more like, announcements or something like that. Is it Metroid 35th year too? It is, and surprisingly, we're getting Metroid 5 as well. So I was like, oh, okay. So it, we, we've been getting some pretty good spread between that the only thing we didn't really get good spread on was donkey kong i was hoping for a donkey kong announcement up in this but they didn't they didn't do it so i'm slightly upset on that but they did reveal a new dlc for um how rewards edge of calamity i know alexis was 
uh, a pretty good fan on this one though. Like I know he put like pretty some pretty good hours up on this thing and almost did almost everything I, up in the thing. But ooh. I was get, I was really a fan of the of the story. The story was kind of well. I liked it to a certain point that explained the events prior to Breath of the Wild, which I really liked. But then once it made that final and twist, it, and then it's like, oh, yeah. it started messing with time travel and stuff. Then it's like, okay, now it's kind of doing its yeah. own thing. No, like right there, that could really drop the ball for me. I didn't like it that. Yeah. But yeah, that was, that was pretty so much far, it on there. Oh, what were you about yeah. to say? No, because now it's just it for me. Like, it dropped the ball for me on the story. Yeah. So honestly, I'm still debating on whether or not I would get that DLC because if they would announce more story related stuff, maybe I would have gotten it. But since they didn't really, and it's like, the, I guess the key thing is like fighters and weapons, I don't know if I would. I don't know. And it's kind of all I depends. probably won't. Although yeah. it is pretty funny how Zelda gets like right on the bike. Oh yeah, that that is pretty cool right there. I, I always like I always like the motorcycle. That's always pretty cool. And then uh, let's see here. And then the next thing, you know, Mister Numa, he had a little more to show. He just kind of reminded everybody else that yes, we do have Skyward Sword coming out later next month. And you know, just kind of recapped on that. We know the Amiibos coming and everything. They got those special edition Joy Cons and all that stuff. And I was like, I was like, ooh. That, that's gonna be a very expensive day I, i'm like i'm looking forward to you know going back and replaying through some of the thing though but me you and alexis gosh dang how much money we're about to drop on that day um so amiibo yeah. joy con game it's like a, um 165 bucks i think i want to say the zelda me was like 30 isn't it no, the, the Amiibo is 25. Yeah, 25. The game 25. is 60. So that's like 185. Same. And the Joy-Cons themselves is uh, 80 bucks. Well, 25, it's like 20, 25 and 60, that's 85. And the Joy-Cons are 80 as well. So 80 and 80 like, is 160, 165, 170, right up in there. Probably oh. a little more with tax, but yeah. I was you know, like, oh, shoot. You know how people are complaining how the game is 60? Mm-hmm. Maybe we're the problem. <laughs> oh, because we keep buying this stuff up? No, this is the last Zelda game that needed to get an HD remake. I was going to buy this no matter what, just so I can complete or try to complete my HD, you know, remake set. Because, I mean, with this one... I wish they... Once, yeah. I, I wish they ported the Twilight Princess and the Wind Waker one. I feel like they will, but I'm surprised it wasn't announced here that they were going to do it. But maybe, just wow. maybe... They're waiting to get Skyward Sword out the door first to focus on that, get all their sales condensed on this one game before maybe like in a fall direct. Like yeah, twin package maybe later on, later on, like within a fall direct session. Maybe they'll do it, go ahead and do it then. At least that's what I'm thinking and what I'm hoping for, at least. Let's see here. But yeah, that's, that's pretty much it in terms of that. Now we get into the brand new stuff, stuff that we didn't know was coming. Or maybe we were all thinking of maybe it was in the rumor wheel, though. But yeah, Mr. Anuma over there pulled something out of his pocket right there. And yes, it is a Zelda 35th anniversary game and watch, similar to the Mario 35th anniversary game and watch. Oh, yeah, and I, was I like, definitely got that. Yeah, and I'm like, yes, I already pre-ordered that one, though. And um, and it comes out with, you know, the NES version of, you know, Legend of Zelda. comes out with Zelda 2. 
And typically that was it. It was like the same equivalence to like what Mario had with original Mario Maker or Mario and like the um and the the lost level ones. But they also threw a third game up in there being um Link's Awakening. I wasn't expecting them yeah. to throw a Game Boy game up in there as well. So I, I do like it for that regard as well. So that is pretty nice. And then the clock features seem to do a little bit more and they're a little more interactive than even the clock features that it has on the Mario 35th anniversary one. Yeah, so, they have like the whack they have like a whack-a-mole thing, but it's Link instead. Oh yeah, that was like the Game and Watch game. Yeah. Cause I think uh I can't remember what the one was for the Mario one. What was the one they did for Mario? Uh oh it was know. the it was I, the I, ball. I, it was the ball one. Like you juggle the ball up in the air or something like that and you just count. That 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 was the one for the Mario one. So this one's like whack a mole version. Mm. But yeah, I, I do like how some of those clock um faces are a little more interactive. You can actually play some get or I think you can play like some decent little small little mini games or whatever on it though. But yeah, the game or this this thing actually releases out on November twelfth. Once again, two days before my birthday again. I think it, it's the same day that comes out with Shimigami Tensei five. So I was like, okay. So I was like, well, fifty my bucks is going to get that game and watch stuff. So I'm like, okay, I'm looking forward to that. And that was pretty much almost it for Nintendo's presentation. But of course, they had that one more thing. That one more thing. That one more sweet, yeah, glorious. We, we all knew. We all knew it was gonna happen, but they, you know, they finally did it. They finally showcased off more Breath of the Wild too. And looking at the very beginning of this thing, it was dark. Yeah, I mean, you saw something that looked like a Ganon over there. You, you got to see that sort of kind of like a black ore. Then you see Zelda fall. And I was like, what the heck? I just love how dark it is. We haven't gotten anything like this dark. You can say Twilight Princess, but I'm thinking more on the lines of Majora's Mask. And then you see Link falling through the clouds or through the sky. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you know that, shit. You know, the, you know what that game reminds me of was like Link and like that cursed arm with like trying and then him trying to say like a princess uh -huh. or whatever. While fighting like an evil spirit, it literally reminds me of Princess Mononoke, and, you know the Studio Ghibli movie. Oh yeah. Hmm. And then they showed off this like weird thing of him going through walls, like. It yeah, reminds he was. Me of a of, of Gravity Rush, where like you can like float up in the air and just fly around with gravity and just like land on anywhere you want and just basically. Yeah, because it was literally, oh, yeah, it was literally be, like he was falling or he was like in the air and he was like, and he went through like the bottom of the ground up. And I, I'm, I'm about to rewind to this because this is one thing I just noticed in this trailer itself. As you were talking about it, I was going back and looking through the, the footage while, while I was playing through, though. But you know how like this has some, like some time, you know how Zelda series has time elements and whatnot, though. If you go back and see the one little spot where it's like a drop of water, you know, like how a drop of water like falls, hits the ground yeah. and splashes out. This drop of water shows from the splash version going in reverse and going up. And the same way it was going up, you saw Link going up through the ground like that. So I'm thinking that arm of his controls time. And I feel like either he could use it on himself to rewind certain things like that. Or you know, reverse things around them in the world. Yeah, I feel like that's your like, extra power. I feel like that's your extra twist. Gonna, yeah, it's gonna work like the she the Sheikah slate because oh, so you gotta like do something new, right? And that that is something new. Yeah, because I'm thinking. But, um, yeah, I think time is gonna be a, a major a major focus. Like you know, like in 
Majora's Mask, you always played that. Uh, you played that Ocarina, the reverse time or whatever. I feel like that arm of yours is going to be the major up. thing. Yeah, you can speed it up, slow it down, or rewind it or whatever. Though I feel like that that arm of yours is going to be the major thing that makes Breath of the Wild two Breath of the Wild two. Yeah. And um, it, I don't know if you know this, but like, there's like a certain part where you like you hear vocals, but like oh, if you reverse yeah. it, it, it plays like something like different. I did notice it because it, it did sound kind of like a reverse thing. I need. I wish I. I might need to go back and either listen to someone that reversed it or reverse it myself though. But yeah, it definitely sounds like one like of the tracks. You can probably just like screen record it and then reverse it yourself. Yeah, because it's like it—it's it, not that long. Hmm. And and the cool thing about this whole entire trailer is they revealed yes, it's coming out in the year of twenty twenty two. So we finally got a concrete release date from reveal to release. Hopefully, it's gonna be four years because this was revealed back in um two years ago. It was two years ago from this time, yeah, like two, two years e- ago. yeah two e threes ago. So twenty nineteen, that's when it was revealed. And it, was it? it it wasn't at E3. It was at um, was it a Fall Direct? I don't even think it was at E3. I think, I think it was a Fall Direct on 2019. Yeah, it, no, no, it was a direct. They showed off like a a character, at first Smash. I forget which one though. Yeah. So yeah, so yeah, it, it, it's been a while. It's been in the oven for quite some time though. So a four year turnaround for a Zelda game isn't that bad because we're typically used to six or seven years for three D Zelda games. So four year turnaround is. It's not that bad. Take a look. Yeah, it's not it's not a full one, but it, it feels pretty good. And then Mr. Numa said himself that I think the one of the key differences with this, because it's like, how, how do you change something from Breath of the Wild to uh, Breath of the Wild 2? Because it's the same world and everything, so you can't make it feel yeah, too like, much like the original. And Mr. Exactly. Numa said... How are you going like, to like approach it? with like the same manner of like innovating like innovation if you already done enough you take it to the sky take it to the sky and i feel like maybe this is the reason why skyward sword is releasing like this year and then you turn around yeah. and releasing breath of the wild no, 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 2 next like, year because like nintendo like stated like they had there is a name for this game it's not gonna be like breath of the wild 2 but they don't want to like show it because it's actually just spoilers but my my theory is that it's gonna be Breath of the Wild Return Skyward or something. Return Skyward? No, like Return to the Skies. Oh, Return to like, the Skies. Okay. Cause you see all these like floating like mount- mountains and shit, right? Mm-hmm. What if like they go back to the skies, back to like you know how it was before they went to Hyrule? Ooh, you know what? Oh shoot, actually. Yeah, because that would be Breath true, of, because in Skyward Sword, y'all were up in the air yeah. originally. Yeah. Because Breath of Wild is at the end of all timelines. You're kind of right. Hmm. I didn't even think about it like that. Hmm. Ooh. Ooh. Now you, now, now you, got, now you got my and, gears turning and, a little bit. And then, and then, you know, we already know Ganondorf is returning. Just, just from, like, the trailers alone. Yeah. And I guess in terms of names, if I if I were to go off of one, I don't know why. This has been kind of popping up in my head for quite some time. Just like a funny name. Breath of the or Breath of Fresh Air or something like Breath of the Wild, Breath of Fresh Air, or something like that. Morning 
<laughs> morning breath. <laughs> morning breath. <laughs> like, like I, I don't know. <laughs> you have Link waking up like, oh, that, oh, that stink. I don't know. Uh, that that'd be funny though. But in terms of, like a more serious one, if it, if it's not nothing, if the name doesn't relate with something like with the sky or whatever, which I'm pretty sure it does. Another cool one it's I was just thinking. It. Another cool one I was thinking of is what if you call it like this: Breath of the Wild, Ganon's Demise. Because it seems like this is gonna be like a heavy, Ooh. a heavy, you know, related Ganon one, Ganondorf one. Because think about it, that could have a double meaning. Because remember, you know, Skyward Sword is coming out this year, right? Well, or they we do know the name of Demise. Yeah, because it's like we do know the name of that one person that's the final boss or Skyward Sword. And you think of you know Ganon, and you, and you think of Demise and like that. And you start tying them together. It can have a double meaning yeah. with a name like that. Yeah. So I'm like, I, I kind of like that one too. And it kind of sets the dark tone though. But that's honestly what I want it to be called. But I feel like it's going to be something related with air or something like that. But regardless, it will sort of kind of clue you in how the story or I guess the shape of direction yeah, how Breath that, of the Wild that, 2 That's go. why they don't want to reveal it. Because like Zelda, you already know Zelda fan. They're, they're going to figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to they're gonna figure it out. People running analysis machines and stuff like that. It, it, it's bound to happen. It's bound to happen. Oh, shoot. Yeah. But I think that's pretty much it in terms of everything that was in the Nintendo stuff. So how notice how much longer our our, our thoughts and discussions went on that <laughs> comparison yeah, to all the other E3 presentations. To talk about we actually had things to talk about. I know. I was like, oh shoot. But yeah, I I, I love the presentation. Fault. Oh shoot. It's not our fault. It's not our you fault. Know? We tried to throw a bone to those other presentations, and we're just like, that's how bad think... they were. Like, I was like, golly. But there is one good thing I'll say about Bandai, which is why I I say like Capcom was like the worst. Bandai showed off Elden Ring. Oh yeah, that is true. They did showcase off that one. I know our good friend Sylveon, I think, flipped out for that. Not necessarily one of my you know personal favorites because, shoot, I, I can't I can't play a Souls games worth crap. I remember playing uh what was it uh Dark Souls that came out on the Switch, the demo for it or the beta test for it, whatever it was. I got my butt handed to me more times than I ever thought I think I ever had in a single game. It's, uh, it's not that the combat is slow. It's just that it's very punishing if you don't, like... You know what you're doing. You if you're not blocking like, precisely, you don't you're take, not like, shielding. If you don't take uh, a rolling. cautious approach, you know? Yeah. Because it's, it's blocking and then reposting. Yeah, and I was like... Like reposting, yeah. And for me, personally, I like my games to be a little more higher pace, you know, or a little faster than that instead of playing, like, that weight game a little bit. I do it with stealth games. It kind of naturally makes sense. You don't want to rush into something like that. But for something that where you're kind of swinging a sword around, I'm just so used to having a little more upbeat tempo with my games like that. So it's just it's not, not really necessarily like, my cup of tea, at least for me personally. It's not, really like the, it's not really, like, the main focus. The main focus was, like, the dark fantasy setting. Which yeah. you see when you like when you play the entire game, and honestly, it's like one of my oh, it's one of my favorite games. Like, I can't even tell you how much I enjoyed it. Just how like everything was all interconnected because you basically go from like above, and then you go down to hell, and then you go down through like a, a city or like the dead, and then you follow these tunnels into a sewers, and then you go up again, and like oh, it's all connected. Mm -hmm. But um. Yeah, I was super excited for Elden Ring. <laughs> they showed off gameplay, like in like like in gameplay, you know, mm -hmm. and 
And they did show off like um some interviews. The one from like the from the creator, and another from George R. R. Martin, which is like who's like the creator of the Game of Thrones series. Hmm. But he was only like tasked with like creating the the dark fantasy setting, like world building wise, because it is like a proper sequel to uh, Dark Souls. Not really like a sequel, sequel, but like a successor, you know? Yeah. Because you have Demon Souls, Dark Souls, uh, Sekiro, Bloodborne, Elden Ring now. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so I um, guess that makes game number five then in the series then. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I thought it would have been like Breath of the Wild 2 that I was the most excited for, but for me personally, Metroid Dread. Just Metroid Dread, Metroid Dread. It's something with the newness factor of you getting revealed to something in E3 that's brand new, something that you never heard about, and it's, it's having a quick turnaround we, time. No, no, we have heard about Metroid Dread. It was just like, no, because people have been talking about it because like, it was canceled like a, a long time ago, so to speak. And they had the story done and everything, but it was just like the gameplay that they weren't mm-hmm. confident with doing. And, yeah, because I'm you know, yeah, thinking in my wildest later, dream. Yeah, almost years 20 later, years they, later. They, they finally did it. Yeah. And I was thinking in my wildest dreams, though, I have a 2D Metro game. I heard it in a rumor mill. I never said anything about it. I wish I would have. But I, I heard about it being in the works, but I never thought, I was like, it would be at E3 when they would show it. Like, I thought it was just being some random old direct that's not E3. I wasn't expecting that then. But I was like, but yeah, that that, that was my personal highlight for E3. Had it not been for that, it probably would have fell to Breath of the Wild 2. And then Dang. outside of that, I would have been like, well, I would have been like, well, shoot. I was like, what else? E3, I would have been walking forward to that. I would have known instantly after as soon as it's all said and done, I would have been like, all right, I'm putting my pre-order in right now. Um, top three for me, Metroid Dread, and Breath of All Two and Elden Ring. Okay, that's pretty good. I think for me it was, uh, it was Metroid Dread, the thing like Breath of the Wild yeah. Two. But my third game is different from yours since I'm not much of a Souls fan. Surprisingly, I think it's Gardens of the Galaxy for me because personally, the little segments that I have seen up in it is nice. I just know it's sort of kind of soured some people's taste because they wanted more in that Square Enix thing. But for everything they've been showing me so far, I have more faith in that series than what the Avengers series has because I feel like me personally, as being a Marvel fan, I feel like they're hitting more strides and more chords with that game than even what they did with the Avengers one because they even take like the designs of those characters. They're from the comics and they're and it's not like um trying to make some wannabe kind of sort of kind of weird looking art designs as like what I see in the Avengers ones. So already there, I feel like they have a better approach of what they're trying to do with this one, though. I think those are my main three, though, right there. Yeah. But yeah, I think outside of that, that's pretty much everything. Um, everything that's pretty much kind of showcased that we wanted to talk about uh, within this E3 presentation. Ba- basically got this almost all kind of finished and wrapped up within like pretty close to two hours. And, you know, if we would have had, like, our full house and crew over here, holy shoot, imagine how much longer this, this thing would have been. And I'll, I've been trying to rush it on from topic to topic. I think it actually worked out nice that it was just me and you here because, uh, oh, shoot, the other things that the other people probably would have set up in this thing. Jeez. 
But yeah, hula shoot. But I think that's pretty much going to do it. So y'all just got to let me know in the comment section down below or just in the chat or wherever, though. Uh, what was your main highlights from E3? Or shoot, it might not even be highlights. It might be some of the most disappointing, fuel and raging disappointments. Yes, I'm looking at you, right. Catcom over there. <laughs> yeah. um, that, that disappointed me. And disappointment. Highlights and disappointments. Because there like E3 this year was like a tide. There was the high tide and there was the low tides. And holy shoot, the low tides kind of stung. It was like you walking across the beach and getting stung by a jellyfish that just happened to be there or like gotten pinched by a crab or something. I don't know. I felt like I stepped on quite a bit of those things. And I was like, holy shoot. This reminded me never to travel again on the weekend that E3 happens because I think I must have jinx E3. I traveled that whole weekend. I was trying to keep up with those press conferences. And every time they, they revealed something, I was like, dang, they, they really had nothing to show. And I was like, that's more of a lesson. Don't travel while E3 is going on. Just stay at home so you can get these better announcements. I don't know. That, that's just what I learned from this thing, though. But. I know, like, even though Nintendo and Microsoft did good this E3, it makes E3 so fucked. I know. It, it, was, it was still whack. It was still whack. And I'm like, ugh. I don't know. I was it, like, it, what kind of wacky, dainy Saturday morning evil cartoon. Saturday morning cartoon. No, I saw better Saturday morning cartoon. No, back in the day so when we got my teenage evil, meeting. Like evil, oh, like, evil. The, like this was like planned on purpose. Oh no. Oh goodness. Yeah, I, I I just don't know. And the fact that Summer Games Fest was like right around the same time, just to kind of fuel off and feed off of this, it's just uh, I don't know. I just don't know. But anyway, that's pretty much all we got in terms of this uh this podcast episode eleven. Finally hit double digits with the with the with the little can't even think right now. The last one with the episode ten where we did our predictions that finally hit us in our double digits. So now we're on eleven right now though. So you know it, it's it's kind of crazy. I managed to get eleven episodes of this you know rebranded series right now, and then um I also had six episodes i believe on my old version of my podcast series though before i rebooted it though but that's pretty nice though so uh sonicky where can they find you at sorry i'm 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 really busy <laughs> all right find him on twitter he's really busy uh maybe 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 someday you'll see something on his either youtube or his twitch i don't know no you randomly post stuff on youtube every now and then but fully dedicate yeah. stuff on youtube and twitch Trying to get you to get an Elgato, man. Uh, what's keeping me back, to be honest? Yeah, I, I, I see you, man. And anyway, uh, you, you know, the usual for me, uh, you can find me on my Twitter. Uh, you can find me on my Facebook. You can check out my website. Yada, yada, yada. I'm most active on Twitter. I really need to work on my Facebook, though, to be honest, though. I was like, I, I'm mostly active on Twitter, though. So I do apologize on that regard, though. And maybe, just maybe, look forward to maybe seeing some Metroid Zero Mission stuff um, here in the upcoming future on my channel. Don't know if I'll live stream it. Don't know if I'll record it. It'll be one or the other. But you know it once you see it on my channel, though. So uh, thank you all for tuning in on this video. If you really like this video, make sure to go ahead and hit that like button. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button. And that bell to stay up to date on all things uh, video game related that I feel like talking and discussing, as well as pop culture segments you know, Marvel MCU stuff, everything else in between. Had two episodes of Loki already so far. Both of them are really nice. Have reviews up there on the channel as well. Make sure to check that out, though. But remember, y'all, until we're a video I make next, see y'all.